All right, let's get right down to Journaling 101. We're talking today about uh, the basics of journaling. I don't know how many of you already journal. Um, and you, if you do, you could get up here and give a lot of your approach to it. What I'm giving you is my approach to it, but it's also, I think, a lot of the basics that anybody will benefit from and want to use. Isaiah 35 in verse 8 from our text, it tells us that on this way of holiness, verse 8, that the unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for those the wayfaring men. The wayfaring men. And when I see that word wayfaring men, it's the traveler. The traveler. And you begin to think about this. Uh, somebody who's traveling is on a journey... And journey and journal have the same root. And what we're doing is we're chronicling, we're recording when we journal our journey or our walk with God. That's the purpose behind it. So it's not like Dear Diary, though nothing wrong with that if you keep a diary. And I know it's almost like nickel and diamond to try to just, you know, say, well, what's the difference between a journal and a diary? Because at the end of the day, it's really just about how a person uses it and what they choose to call it, right? Because it's a record is, is basically what it is. But we're talking specifically about a journal, a spiritual journal that records our journey or walk with God. That's what we're after today. Now, we're going to go right to the first exercise, okay? I didn't ask for the music, Brother Corey. Do you have it on standby? Well, you can pull that up. We're going to have three practical exercises today in this, in this class, Okay. So first one, uh, practical exercise number one, pull out your journal, and, uh, and I want you to read the quote that's on the page. There's a quote there by Dallas Willard, and there is a passage of Scripture. When we think about God, or what we think about God is the most important thing about us. I believe A.W. Tozier said something like that, too. What we think about God is the most important thing about us. The first and most basic thing we can and must do is to keep God before our minds. So, Psalm 16 says, I have set the Lord always before me. He is at my right hand. So what I want you to do, got my clock right here, I'm going to give you a couple minutes, and I want you to just take these moments and just write down your thoughts about God. What do you think about God? The quiet is holy and you're thinking about God. What else can I teach? I mean, in reality, what else could be said? Those are the beautiful moments of just dwelling with God. And when we think about God, that's, that's it. Thoughts about God are, are good. I, I would love to go around the room and have you share. I know journaling, uh, one thing you know, we might talk about it is it's, uh, it's, it's private until it isn't, meaning there are sometimes you're going to journal things that will be useful to share. So I, I just, when I stopped to think just now, I just wrote, God is beautiful. God is lavish. God is unrelentingly, and just to kind of enter the experience, I, I had to stop and unrelentingly, what, 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 what's the word, what's the word? Unrelentingly good. Because... He is unchangeably holy. Now, that's a good thought about God. I'd like to just take that and put that on a billboard somewhere. 
You know? That's, the, that's what we're after in this experience. Okay? So one thing we do with journaling is we're capturing our thoughts about God. So let's look at the, the answering some of the basic questions. So question number one, what is journaling? What is journaling? Now you'll see some places I've just got lines for you to write some things. Some places I've got blanks numbered and we're going to fill those in. What is journaling? Brother Lawrence is quoted as saying in the practice of the presence of God, O Lord, enlarge the chambers of my heart that I may find room for thy love. Journaling is an exercise in which we are enlarging the chamber of our heart. And then Jesus says in, in Matthew 12 and verse 35, he says, a good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things. When I think about journaling, those words by Jesus and Brother Lawrence capture what journaling is about. There is within inside of us. We heard it this morning. This is why I'm so excited. There's a garden in us. There's a well in us. There are, and and it, it's about getting the treasure and the fruit up and out. That's what journaling helps us do. Now, what is a journal? What is a journal? Our journal, well, Joshua 24. Let me read a passage of Scripture to you. Joshua 24, I mean Joshua 4, not 24, Joshua 4. Uh, Joshua chapter 4, and we'll read verse 1, and then we'll read verse 19 through 24. And it came to pass, when all the people were clean passed over Jordan, that the Lord spake unto Joshua, saying, uh, Take you twelve men out of the people, out of every tribe, a man. Command ye them, saying, Take you hence out of the midst of the Jordan, out of the place where the priest's feet stood firm, twelve stones, and ye shall carry them over with you, and leave them in the lodging place, for ye shall lodge this night. And then verse number 19 says, and the people came out of Jordan on the tenth day of the first month and encamped in Gilgal in the east border of Jericho. And those twelve stones which they took out of Jordan did Joshua pitch in Gilgal. And he spake unto the children of Israel, saying, When your children shall ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What mean these stones? Then ye shall let your children know, saying, Israel came over this Jordan on dry land, for the Lord your God dried up the waters of Jordan from before you until you were passed over, as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up from before us until we were gone over, that all the people of the earth might know the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty, that ye might fear the Lord your God forever. What mean these stones? The stones were a record. They were a memorial of the crossing of what God had done. And your children are going to ask, what, what is this about? Now, my children have watched through the years. They have, they have seen this and they know this, that, that I have journals. But one day I may have grandchildren that may walk into my study and look on my bookshelves and see this pile of collection of crazy books. And they will see things like my planners, uh, which are a way of journaling, although maybe not exactly like what we're talking about. And, different, and they're going to see that. They're going to say... Hey, Papa, what's all those books there? Because you know you got all these books that look fancy over here and all this, and then you got all what is all that? <laughs> mm. I say, you see those books? Those are good books right over there. Those are good books. This right here is the story of 
my life with God. And one day, I'm going to give this to you. I told my mama not too awful many months ago sometime, I said, uh, when you and Daddy die, if you make it out before I do, I really only want two things. I don't care about having anything else. I want two things. I want the picture Daddy has framed that I drew when I was a boy of his shed. It's got the old 74 Chevy Silverado on it. I said, I'd like to have that picture to remember. And I said, I gave Daddy a book a long time ago, and I asked him to fill it up when he would study, and I would like to have that book back. That's the whole reason I gave it to him. I want to hear what God was doing in his heart. What mean these stones? Well, that's a precious thing. The stones tell the journey. In the front of my journal in July of 2019, I wrote that down on the inside cover. Brother Lawrence, that quote, and what mean these stones, Joshua 4.21. And I actually wrote out 12 different stones that I thought in my life would tell the story. My testimony, my journals, the traditions that I do to remind me, my old Bibles, books that I've written, still working on that one, trips back to key places where we go back and we say right here is where God did this, songs that mattered, worship, the times of thanking God, photo albums, we don't do those anymore. Trophies of goodness and grace. What are those? Well, they're sitting on the pew this morning right here. Well, they're sitting on these two. People, people who helped me along the way. And number 12 was prayer. Those are the stones I wrote down that I think will change and tell the story and, and help show how I was changed. Um... Donald Whitney, the professor of biblical spirituality at Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, he gives a pretty good explanation of a Christian's journal. Now, you may not be able to read what all is on the screen. I know it gets small. But as a Christian, your journal is a place to record the works and ways of God in your life. Your journal also can include an account of daily events, a diary of personal relationships, a notebook of insights into Scripture, and a list of prayer requests. It is where spontaneous devotional thoughts or lengthy theological musings can be preserved. A journal is one of the best places for charting your progress in the other spiritual disciplines and for holding yourself accountable to your goals. Well, I thought that was a pretty good explanation of that. I was thinking back to when did my journey of journaling begin? And I have, so far as I know, my very first journal right here. This, well, I've got another one that I didn't dig out. I think it's in the bottom of a box somewhere. I know where they are, but it's in a hurry this morning. But uh, this was a sample of one of the very first journals. I, in other words, I've got another one where I actually started writing stuff. So this one is the 1998 pocket calendar. And my journaling in this book, see, it's all coming apart. My journaling in this book was simply writing down things that were going on, church, licensing service for one of the brothers in our, our church back then, Valentine's banquet at Captain Stevens, 
young people meeting at the church. We watched a movie. Any of you ever heard that movie, A Man Called Norman? Man, boy, that's old. We need, that'd be a good one to bring back. Anyway, that was my first journal. Now, you, you talk about now, when we get down to where's Matthew Jones simplifying and getting rid of some stuff, I'm going to hold on to this. I'm going to keep holding on to that. And, and I, I thank the Lord for that. I was looking to, hey, check this out. This one is from when I was deployed in Iraq. I'm not going to walk through all these journals, but I just wanted you to see they come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. But I was flipping through this one this morning. And now, everybody makes fun of, of me for being slow on the uptake. I don't, I don't buy brand new things. I, Athena, I was saying yesterday, I go to McKay's and buy these books for 75 cents. They look brand new, and I give them to people. They look at the cover price, and they say, man, he spent $25 on me. Athena said, anybody knows you knows that's not true. <laughs> but I, I did the fantasy football thing a while. But you know my first fantasy football? I created myself when I was in Iraq, and it was so me and the boys could do it. I didn't know anything about fantasy football. I just heard people talk about it all the time. So in my journal, I found this paper of our fantasy football record that season. And well, all we did was every game we would pick who would, you know, we would all pick the winner. And whoever got the most right at the end of the season won. Pretty simple, but at least it was a little connection. And you know, just finding little nuggets like that in there are, are, are wonderful things. The word journal comes from an old French word. I don't know how you say it because I never took French. Journal, J-O-R-N-E-L. But it just means a day. It's the word for a day, a time, a, a day's travel, or a day's work. Um, properly, it, it, it stands for this, that which takes place daily. Uh, a later Latin word was diurnalis, diurnalis, which is the word for daily. So it's the daily. A lot of these record, or you know, you get your timekeeper, your day timer, and you know, a lot of that still kind of covers over in those things. So, so a journal, then, is the record of the day's happenings. More to the point, our journals are the record of our daily journey with God. That's the point. It's the record of the daily journey with God. I think about the dailies that make life so precious. John Eldridge, in that book, Get Your Life Back, that Miss Kathy mentioned yesterday, he says, we do need more of God, much more. Little sips between long droughts will not sustain us. We need more of God everywhere in our lives but when you live in a culture of the incessant upgrade of everything the sensational it gives the impression that if you're going to have a deeper richer amazing experience of God it's going to have to come in some sensational way I have some wonderful news for you he says nope not even close life with God is built on the dailies he illustrates that very well when he talks about the wedding, the marriage relationship Marriages are not going to be sustained by the trips to Tahiti or, or, or you know, the big, you know, those things are nice, but they're sustained by the daily conversation. They're sustained by the morning hug. I got a good warm hug this morning. I decided my new name is Olaf. I didn't want to let go. Uh, actually, I got two this morning already. But that's what sustains us. And, and it's, it's the daily things with God that we're journaling. Oh, yeah, sometimes we'll have a big adventure. But most of what fills the pages of journals are the daily things, the daily word, 
the daily nugget, the daily touch of the heart. So again, journaling is about recording our daily journey with God, and it may help you know that God also has a journal. Now, this will blow your mind, okay? This is just absolutely amazing, Malachi 3.16. Then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him. He said, uh, uh, heavenly scribes, come, 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 come. They're talking now. They're talking about me. Write this down. Write it down. God's keeping a record of it. He says, a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name. Now, is that true or is it not? Is that Bible or not? What an amazing thought. Now, if that don't blow your mind, let me read Psalm 56, 8. Thou tellest my wanderings. Thou put thou my tears into thy bottle. Are they not in thy book? God records our journey. God records our tears. God has a book that he keeps a record of the dailies with us. Man, that just, that just makes you want to get on the altar. That just makes you want to leave this place and just go be with him. How can God, how can God do that? He's God. <laughs> He's God. He's not limited like we are. And of course, in the end, Revelation 20, and I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened. I've heard preaching through the years on what those books were, but I'm going to tell you, I think God's going to open all those books. And there'll be things I forgot. Or there'll be things I never took note of. There'll be things I won't have remembered, but God will say, see this, see this, this was, this mattered to me. This was important. Now, I don't know, you may think, well, preacher, that, that's carrying that too far, but I'll be happy to live with that. I'll be happy to just hold that belief. All right, let's go to another question. I'm just getting a blessing. I was just going to give you basics, just walk through the nuts and bolts of the skeleton, but I'm having a good experience I'm about the journal about this later <laughs> number three is journaling a spiritual discipline well the short answer is yes why because a spiritual discipline as we've been learning is any habit or practice which draws me closer to God or fills me with more of God so it is absolutely a spiritual discipline that you can choose to have in your life but I also think of journaling as like a record of my progress. And, 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 uh, and, and Donald Whitney said this too. I think of it as a journal of my record, a, a journal of my progress in, in my spiritual disciplines, the other spiritual disciplines, my exercising unto godliness. I, I'm able to chronicle my growth and my advancement in, in, in so many ways because how? Well, when I look back, and, and I see some things in the past, and I can look at where I am now, I can see growth, I can see things God has done. But you know, what's, you, know what's, you know what's also a real blessing? Is to look back 10 years ago, or 15 years ago at something that I wrote, and say, it's still true today. Almost like I would have wrote that now, which just shows what? Boy, preacher, you must have had good insight 15 years. No, 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 it shows you God was real then like he's real now. 
And he was showing us things then that still count today. That's an amazing thing. Journaling is an effective way to prepare my soul to be a fit vessel for the master's use. It really does help us in our growth. Uh, Thomas Akempis, in The Imitation of Christ, invites us into, uh, depending on what version of the book you get, it's book two, um, chapter 20 or something, I don't remember. Maybe it's book two, chapter one, that's what it is. It's book two, chapter one. And, and some versions call it meditation. Some of them, I like this one, the title of that is Interior Conversation. Like there's, there's some talk going on on the inside. And he, he starts out that chapter by saying, the kingdom of God is within you, Jesus said. So turn then to God with all your heart. Forsake this wretched world and your soul shall find rest. Learn to despise external things, to devote yourself to those that are within, and you will see the kingdom of God come unto you, that kingdom which is peace and joy in the Holy Spirit, gifts not given to the impious. So the invitation there is, is to enter into that place of just, of, of, of interior conversation with God, which is really what produces the things you're, you're writing, that you're journaling. All right, next question. How do I begin my journal then? Now, I have a few things, and there's more that could be said, I'm sure, and some of you would have some other things you could add. But how do I begin my journal? Um, well, number one, select a good book to journal in. I told you I, here I started with uh, just a date, just a little weekly planner thing that I could just jot something down in, and I've got these different ones along the way. Here's a little tiny one I thought was pretty cool when I found it and easy to carry. But my goodness, you might fill up, you know, depending on how much you write. Um, I've really, for the last couple of years, kind of settled in on this style right here. Matter of fact, I've got another one or two of these that I've used. This one, actually, Matthew Jones gave me last year at the end of the conference, and I did not start using it till this June because I had um, some other ones. But, uh, but I like this style right here. For me, it's just <sighs> leather smell. And uh, some of them have had lining on the paper. Some of them have no lines. Um, it didn't really bother me one way or the other, but, I, you know, the lines do help it to be neat. I like that there's, these things have some cool paper, too. But none of that really, really matters. What matters is it's something you like. So that's not that important. But, but get one. Get one you like. Get one you, you can carry with you. Get one that you can keep because that's one of the fundamentals of doing this. You want to have it with you. And uh, so lots of different verses. So number one is get a, get a journal you like. Get a book to journal in. Number two, use the opening pages as a, as a consecration page in your journal. Um, well, I showed you the one from, from July of 19. And I tell you, some of these journals now, some of you, you could take a book like this and you're thinking, preacher, if I had that book with all them pages, that'd do me till I die. All right? So, for example, this was my January of 2021 through May of 2021 journal. So I worked through two about this size in that period of time. And it's going to be largely about how much you want to do and how much you use it for. And when I get to what, we, what kind of things we journal, that'll make more sense. Some people could use a book this thick for a year, two years, and that's fine. It really depends on what you use it for. But I'll often write things like the theme of 2021 for our church, Growing in Grace, the year of growing in grace. 
I've written there on the front cover in, in other books the, a word that God had given to me. Sometimes it was from the previous year, but I knew I still needed it. And, uh, and I'll write it on the first page of the journal or maybe the inside first page of the journal. So that's where you can collect those kind of thoughts. Because those are the things you're going to want to see often. You might not go back to every page in there through the year, but you want to see those things often. So use that first page to capture those things. And, and number three, put, put your date and time stamps on the journal. It makes it a lot easier. Like I can pick this one up. This was the second one. Of, this was July through October of 21. And I just kind of wrote it with a little black marker on the thing. And if I'm going back and needing that journal for something, it's a lot easier than pick, you know, trying to flip through the pages and see what it was. And then I just, this is just a small thing. But the way I start a journal page... This is just how I would do it, and I'm kind of going to cross over into the things we journal. But my standard, if this was a brand new page on the journal, I just like to put, like, today's the 7th. I just want to put that date on there, and I usually know what year it is, but, you know, if you wonder how you want to do. And then, this is just me, but I also will usually mark what time. So, you know, let's just, what time is it now? 11.13, so... And, and I'll make that note of what, when I'm beginning to chronicle this, what I'm writing. And in the mornings, a lot of times, like up here, I will keep the record of, you know, where I read that morning in my reading. Now, again, these are just things I do. Because I'm going to get to that question about, is there a right way to do this? And I'll answer that when I get there. But put your date and time stamps on the journal. It'll help you both on the cover and on the pages. All right, next question, is there a right way to journal? The answer is yes, yes. Here it is. The right way to journal is whatever helps you to draw closer to God and receive more of God in your life. The way you do it may look nothing like what I do. And that's perfectly, wonderfully fine so long as what you're doing is helping you to record your journey with God. Journaling is a very personal thing. And it should be that way because your life with God is very personal and unique. So it should be done in whatever way helps you to capture that. All right, number six, what sort of things go into a journal? Sorts of things go into a journal. I know one of the hesitancies about a journal that some people have is, you know, I, I, well, I mean, there's different ones. People will say, well, I just don't think I would get, it's a habit I just couldn't get into. Okay, you know, that's, a, it's, a, it's a discipline. And I promise you, if you work at it, if you want to do it. Now, remember, desire builds, who remembers? Intentionality. And intentionality brings transformation, yes. So, if you really want this, some people don't want it. You might be here today like, you know what, I'm going to come hear about this, but I'm not sure. If, if it doesn't become something you do, that's perfectly fine. God's not going to hold that against you on Judgment Day at all. But if you do want to do it and you say, I'm sure I can get in the habit, just let the desire lead you and be intentional. And if you, you, you miss some time, go back and start again. All right, but another hesitancy some people may have is, well, I, you know, I don't want to be one of those self-absorbed people. Okay, let's be honest, preacher. Look at your journals. My, you must have a lot of thoughts about yourself. And I don't want to be one of those people. Well, I got to tell you, I do have a lot of thoughts about myself. 
They usually fall under one of two categories. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Boy, God is good to me. And you just put those two categories, and, and, and what I'm writing it is a largely about me, but it's mostly about God. <laughs> and and that's, what, that's what it is. But I understand where the thought may come from, but, you know, what you want to do is, if you think, well, I just don't want to be one of those people that can't stop thinking about myself, then what you need to do is get a good journal, because journaling done right gets you out of your head and God into your heart if you do it the right way. So journaling is not about self-absorption, but it is about self-examination in the light of what God is saying and doing in your life. He works through others. He works through circumstances. He works through worship experiences and so forth and so on. And journaling helps to process what is happening in and around you. You know, self-examination, by the way, before I go through that list, self-examination in the light of truth uh, is critical to spiritual wellness. Uh, 1 Corinthians eleven twenty-eight. but let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. And then he says in verse 31, a couple of verses later, for if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. And then this one, you might want to write this reference down, Lamentations 3, 40. Let us search and try our ways and turn again to the Lord. Now, we, we ask God, Psalm 139, hey, search me, O God, search me, Lord, see if there be any wicked way in me. The Lamentations reminds us we have the responsibility to search our own heart in life and see whose weed eater did I mess up, you know. So, what are some things we put in our journal? This is just eight things that I scratched out. So number one is thoughts about God. You put thoughts about God in your journal. We've already covered that one. Number two, reflections on your daily life in God or with God. I'll, I'll insert right here. Um, I guess, I think I've got it. Yeah, I'll hold that thought. I'll be repeating myself again. Number three, scripture reading for the day. That's a good thing. Like I just said up here, I just mark where I read. Because I don't know about you, but sometimes I know where I read. I can remember because I may be there a while or something or I'm rereading it. But a lot of times I, I look on my, what did I read yesterday? And, and I, so I can pick it back up. And uh, number four, scripture that has particularly impacted you or important verses, however you want to write that. Verses God spoke to you from. Number five, prayers. And I want to encourage you in this. You don't hear this much in Baptist churches. I've told the story before. I showed up at basic training at Fort Jackson, and, you know, the first part of basic training was a lot of basic training, you know, marching and drilling and obstacle courses and all the stuff that all soldiers learn. And then we shifted into the second half of our, what would be our, like, you know, professional training for our MOS, and we were asked to write a prayer and submit it for as if we were in a ceremony. And I, my, my, my reaction was, what are you talking about? Now, here I am, I'm 30 years old at the time, and I got it all figured out. What are you talking about, write a prayer? I don't write my prayers, I just pray. And I got to thinking about that. And I said, well, Lord, they want me to do this. Okay. Okay. Okay, Lord, I, I think I get it. It's just like writing a letter to you. It's just like 
And, and also, Lord, actually, if you'll help me, help me know how to pray, I'll write the prayer that'll reflect the way I ought to pray. Like, in other words, God, let me pray in your will, in the Spirit. Oh, boy, you talk about a sunrise light bulb moment. Bing, that was, oh, yeah, this is actually a good idea. See, I didn't know back then that there were anything other than the people I'd always been around in church. You know? A lot of people have been writing prayers for a long time and thank God for it. We have records of great prayers. Matter of fact, got to be honest with you, kind of was a between the eyes when I realized that the book of Psalms is a book of written prayers. Right? Okay? Anyway, so write your prayers out. Um, number six, confessions. I just gave one. But we can write confessions in there. I can't tell you how many pages are full of confessions. Lord, I blew that. Lord, I need your help. Lord, I don't know how to fix this. Number seven, sermons or lessons. Now, I said it that way because, I, you know, honestly, inside of these journals, sometimes I'll be somewhere and I'll begin to write something down on a verse that I'm thinking on, and it will turn into a full-blown six or seven pages of just, I just got to get it. I got to get it down. And I have literally carried, I think in, I don't know if last year I did this or not. I know in the, the mission trip to my, Wyoming or wherever we went, Montana, uh, I, I was preaching in that church, and I just had sat down. I don't know if it's on the airplane or where, but I just wrote. I just, it was coming. I had to get it. And I just took my journal into the pulpit and just preached from it. I came back from that trip and preached the same message in the church, just carried my journal into the pulpit. I mean, and you, some of you teach and some of you, you know, preach. You're gonna, you can capture all that in there. And then number eight, I just put your desires and your goals in your spiritual journey. Those can go in your journal. And again, I summarize all that by calling your attention to this, that the Psalms are a biblical journal. They're a biblical journal, largely by David, his own musings and examinations and prayers. And so you've got a great model there, great model. I'll tell you, just a side note, I, I just goes with that thought, reading the Psalms will help your journaling. Reading the Psalms daily. I tell you, there's two places right now in my life I will tell you read every day. Psalms and the Gospels. Those are big places. I just don't want to miss those. And so those are, those are very helpful. Um, practical exercise number two. Here we go. All right, it's back to you now. Choose your own journaling adventure. All right? So what I'm going to do is on the slide, I'm going to give you several different prompts that you can choose from. There's four there. I'll read them off in case you can't see them. And we're going to take a couple minutes, and I'm going to give you a couple minutes to write your thoughts in your journal on one of these. So number one. What is bringing me joy in my life right now? What is bringing me joy in my life right now? You could write about that. Number two, what is God calling me to do that I am avoiding? Number three, finish this sentence. I would really like for God to... And then the fourth one is, which biblical person do I misrelate to? That's most relate to. Man, see, if I got it perfect all the time, Cody, you, you, you just... You wouldn't know what to do. So I do these things just so you'll know. All right, if, which biblical character do I most relate to and why? So those are four different topics, all right? Don't write on all four of them, but just take a couple of minutes and choose one of those and write on it, okay? All right, when should I journal? When should I journal? All right, number one, 
any time that you need to capture one of the above. So by that point, by the, that point that I'm making there is I need to keep my journal with me because I may need to journal at any time. Something may happen at any time. I may have a thought about God I need to collect. I may have a scripture that's in my heart that I want to make some notes about. I may need to get something off my chest and I may need to form that into a prayer. Honestly, putting it into a prayer in your journal, another benefit of that is, is when you're going to need to pray that over and over. My prayer for the conference, I wrote in my journal last week, or early, early yeah, it'd be last week now, uh, a week ago, and every day I went back and I used that as a prayer to pray for the conference. And when it was centering, I didn't even have to, like I knew it was in my heart to pray this, and so I just could go back to that every, every day. So anyway, uh, number two, in your solitude is a good time to journal, in your solitude. As you practice solitude and you begin to hear from God, that may be a time you want your journal because you want to capture that. Number three, during your devotions, and of course if you were here in solitude training yesterday, you know solitude and devotions or solitude and prayer, quiet time, solitude study, not the same thing. But certainly when you're studying the Bible or you're reading devotional books or whatever, you might, you know, you want to have your journal handy. Um, and number four, at the crossings. That's a good time to journal. And what I mean by that is Joshua 4 stuff. Those huge moments in life where God makes a way for you, answers a prayer, blesses you with some special gift of grace. You want to capture that, write that down. Number five, daily. Daily. Every day won't have a crossing, but every day will have something. Now, here's the thing about it. This is where I must say, don't make a law out of this on yourself. Journaling, like anything else, should not be a burden. And if it's always a burden and a struggle, it is not going to be a good spiritual discipline. But I would encourage you, like Donald, uh, Don Whitney says in Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life, he said, whenever I seem to be content with needlessly long lapses in making entries, I discipline myself to write at least one sentence per day. Write something. <clears throat> write something. Put a couple of words on the paper. I regret some periods of time that I went without writing. Matter of fact, 1998, I started journaling, uh, and when I first got the book that I actually started writing stuff in, the first thing I did was I tried the best of my knowledge to recapture that year I had missed all the highlights. And then there's been periods of time through the years when I was just, I don't know, that's just, I wasn't, I wasn't writing. I wasn't journaling. And I can tell you for me in my life, there's a correlation between being a little dry, a little cold, and not writing, and being close to God, and just, I can't write fast enough. There's a correlation. That's, it works that way in my life. It might not be the same for you, but I, the point there is, is that it's a good measure, okay? The last thing I want to give you, you're going to have to take the pra uh, practical exercise three is homework, but um, what do I do with my journals when they get filled up? Well, the number one thing is get a new one. Matter of fact, get a new one before the old one runs out. So you've got it there. It'd be pretty cool if every time I could start a brand new journal at the first of the year and you know, it ends just on December 31st, but that never happens. 
but have another one ready, but get a new one, all right? Number two, put them in a safe place. I literally pulled all these oldest ones, these old one copies, um, out of a safe. <laughs> They're in a safe in my, in my study. I have no money, but I have journals in my safe, and that's priceless. So put them in a safe place. Now that I've got some good bookshelves, I may be able to stick them on the shelves. But, um, and then number three, pull them down and read them again. Pull them down and read them again. There's a lot to read when you get a bunch of stuff you've written. But here's the thing about it. Uh, you just kind of got to pace yourself. I've tried to do this for the last two or three years. I'll go back and try to read the last, the previous three years' worth of entries. So, like, I've, that's, where I, that's why this one I've been carrying it around with me. It's got 2019, 2020, and then I've got the 21 uh, journal. And I'll try it. I, and, I, boy, I'm bad. I don't get that done every day. Matter of fact, I may let six days go by and forget. But I'll just pick it up and read whatever day it is and try to. And, boy, it's amazing sometimes, the stuff that just comes back and, boom, it, I mean, it's still got kick to it. Or it just takes you back to a place God did something great in your life. And number four, uh, I didn't put it on there, but um, I meant to. I don't know how I got that left off. Did I put it on the slide? Yeah. Plan to pass them along one day. Plan to pass them along one day. You know, one day I'm going to be gone. One day I'm going to be gone. Now, I told Athena, Oswald Chambers, when he passed away, his wife and daughter took all of his lectures and stuff he had written in notes and journals and books, and they published books like My Utmost for His Highest. He was dead and gone before that book was ever put together. And I said to them, right here is what I'm leaving you. There's no money in the bank. There ain't no money in my safe. But, but you can take these and, uh, you know, five or six people that want to read them, just charge them about $6,000 a copy, and that way you can have money. Anyway, all right, so the, the number three practical exercise is your take-home uh, exercise. I really wanted to highlight Psalm 119, verse 9 through 16, but really all of Psalm 119 uh, helps us. But just uh, journaling as a form of meditation, and so I put some ways you can do, a, like in your journal, you're meditating on the Scripture, so I just encourage you, to, to do that, I was going to have you do a, pick a couple of them, but you're taking it home with you, so do it. But don't not do it. If, you, if you're something you're still new and you're trying to kind of see how this would work, I encourage you to do this exercise.